2: And what you need to know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Take it away, Funchy
3: or Laura. (laughs) Thanks, Andy. All right. So here in L.A., most of us, and I included, complain about traffic all the time. There's a lot, especially in downtown, congestion is a thing. But some cities haven't returned to the pre-COVID congested levels. According to a 2023 report, a typical driver lost 51 hours in traffic last year. Now, the story is about the top city with the worst congestion traffic. And I thought it was going to be like New York, maybe L.A. You know, I'm like eh, typical cities that have a lot of traffic, but it's not. It's actually Chicago. Chicago ranked number one, which... I've been to Chicago. I've driven in Chicago, but I feel like LA is a little worse. I've never driven in New York, nor do I want to. Boston came at number two. Number three was New York. Philly number four. Miami number five. LA number six. San Francisco number seven. Washington DC eight. Houston, Texas nine. And Atlanta, Georgia rounded up the number ten spot, which I thought was uh, I don't know. I thought LA would rank higher, to be honest.
2: So did I. Chicago, I've been to Chicago many times and Mm -hmm. there is traffic I wouldn't have thought Chicago would be number one just because they have public transportation that people use Mm -hmm. so that's why I wouldn't have thought of Chicago but I, mean, I have not also not been there in at least 20 years, so maybe oh. it's just gotten worse.
3: I went, I actually, the last time I was there was 2021, and I drove, my friend lives in Waukegan, so it is not close to downtown Chicago. That's not Chicago.
4: even Chicago, it's Wisconsin.
3: It's like super high. So when, but I stayed in Chicago. Wait, I went to
4: LA, but I went to Ventura. No,
3: no, no, but like I stayed in Chicago, and she came down you know, to, to see me in downtown Chicago. And I drove her to work and then drove myself back to Chicago because she lent me her car. And I didn't think traffic was that bad. And it was like during the week and I also did during the weekend. So, I mean, that was a few years ago. This was obviously a, a new study, but I'm like, I didn't think Chicago was that bad.
2: Not too bad. You know, you know what's funny is I, I don't go back to St. Louis that often, mm-hmm. but when I do go back where I, where I grew up, My daughter, it blows her mind how quickly you can get (laughs) everyone. Like, because, you know, she's from here.
4: Because nobody's ever left. It, it,
2: I mean, like, it's crazy to her. Like, when you're on the freeway, that it just moves and it never stops moving. Has she gone back to Texas? Uh, Where her mom
4: is from? Yeah. 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 What did she say about that? Um,. She prefers being here. <laughs> but she also prefers being here over St. Louis, too, yes. to be fair. Smart. You
2: have such yeah. a good L.A. kid. She prefers to be here. Yeah, She's smart. She's a, she's a good blue. kid. She is a good kid. Mm-hmm. She's a really, really good kid.
4: Can't wait for you to get rid of her to sh- Japan.
2: And that, w- <laughs> that was brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Shout out to El Segundo. Yeah! Yes. Little League World
4: Series. Those yeah. Man, those kids got a parade today in El Segundo. Good job. That must have be been cool. They landed at LAX, and mind you, El Segundo's right next to LAX, literally the last city before you get to the tunnel. They land and they go straight to a parade down Main Street. You ever been to El Segundo? Yeah. Did you ever leave your wallet there? Yeah. <laughs> no. Hey, too easy, too easy.
1: I gotta get it. I gotta yeah, got got get it to get
4: it. No, but you been to El Segundo? Like the town, not not the Lakers yeah. facility. Yeah. So you went to like the downtown? Yeah. Is isn't it in like Mayberry? Kind of. yeah. <laughs> it really There's is. a Mayberry <laughs> Street right yeah. there. They have a good uh, Rock and Brews there. The, yeah. That the little downtown area is cool, I man. have been
2: to Rock and Brews a few times with different uh, members of the LA media. There you go.
4: Yeah, it's a good so good for them. Good congratulations. They go back to school and it's a.
2: By the way, this is the one championship parade where you don't want to see the coach or manager hammered. True.
4: <laughs> <laughs> sure. like it's yeah. completely
2: inappropriate. Actually, you know,
4: wait until you coach Little
2: League. You should be hammered. <laughs> I'm not saying I wouldn't get the urge to be hammered. I'm just saying it is not like everyone loved Mike Malone doing the Mike Malone yeah. thing during the Nuggets championship parade or like Sean McVay. Yeah, probably had a couple drinks and good for him, but the run, it back. You can tell when these guys have had some. Not appropriate for a Little League World I would service. have
4: been one of the kids, and they interview me. Hey, what do you think about the parade? I just want to go home with my horses. You know, I just want to go see my horses. <laughs> <laughs> Why do we need a parade? Have you seen that
2: uh, that clip of Jokic um, in Serbia? He's celebrating
4: somewhere. Oh, yeah. Like he's dancing. He's like, like dancing, right? Yeah. All yeah. by himself. That popped up the other day oh, on my, my social God. media. It's fantastic. He, he loves it over there. He should. He's one of those guys
2: that honestly, like, he's an incredible player. It would not shock me if by 30, 32, he just said, I'm done.
4: And go to Serbia. Yeah.
2: I mean, like, I think he loves basketball, and he obviously cares, and he obviously wants to be excellent, but it seems like it's a job for him, and what he really wants to do is be in Serbia with his family and do the horses.
4: This is also what people forget when they come to the United States. Like, why would you not want to be here? Because they're not home. This is, they, this is where they live, but they're not home. They might have a house here, but it's not home. It's not their roots, right? Like, you, you left St. Louis and you death to L.A. L.A. is your home now, right? Oh, yeah. You go to St. Louis, you want to come home to L.A. So when they're like, oh, but they want no, 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 no. That's why the, the cool thing is when you watch a baseball clubhouse, the last day. Mm-hmm. You've been there when they're cleaning mm-hmm. up, and all the Latin players, they have boxes and boxes of boxes, next to the locker room. Like, what is that? They're collecting equipment from their teammates that they're taking home to take to the little kids there or their foundation, whatever it is. And that's where they're at. You, you, earlier in the show, we are talking about how I worked fighting in Puerto Rico. Fighters that go and make millions, like Miguel, actually worked for Miguel Cotto promotions. Cotto made millions, Hall of Famer, fought in New York and Vegas, and all that other stuff. But when you're home on the Island and you walk in and everybody's like, whoa, like and he hasn't been in a while. So that, Michael's talked about this when you go to Italy and the way the Italian players get re- reception, no matter what. Like the for the soccer players, if they go play in Europe, it's amazing. But Messi in Argentina when they won the World Cup in Argentina, mob. It goes to Florida. Eh, go to go to the Publix and you can do whatever you want. There's something to be said about going home. Yeah, there's something to be said about you have that lifestyle and you're right. He's also been gone for so long because in Europe the athletes. They get sent to the academies when they're 12, 13 years old. They become pros at 16. So he hasn't been home in a while. So to your point, would I'd be surprised if he goes, no, not really. Go back there. He probably buys a team, is a GM and player coach. He does whatever he wants, runs his own system, and has fun with it. Well,
2: especially, too, if the Nuggets end up winning another championship or if, say, between now and 2030, Jokic has two or three titles, I could see him feeling like satisfied is gonna rub people the wrong way but feeling like I've done everything here that I need to do there's nothing new for me to accomplish. I've already shown I am one mm-hmm. of the all-time greats mm-hmm. I want to be back home again mm-hmm. like like I'm not he's not from NBA culture no so the idea no, 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 of no, no, being. I think he truly wants to be great. Like, you don't succeed at the level he does without having a desire to be great. I think he's a competitive guy. You can't succeed at this level without being extremely competitive. But the idea of being seen as the GOAT in American NBA culture, I'm not saying it definitively means nothing to him, but I think it's a big assumption to assume it means everything to him. This is why,
4: when they're, why would he not want to be here? Why would he want to be like when you the foreign players? we been talking about that when they're here. I'm like, well, oh, you don't know what they're going up against. Like, you don't know what their the cultural aspects are. Or when you go back, and this is why I love going to watch the baseball games in Mexico during the winter because that, a lot of the guys are professionals here. They go back to their town and they play and they represent that that area because they their teams have your rights. So, like for example, guys will go play in like Guadalajara or Hermosillo or Mazatlan. And it's a party, and because you're that professional, you show up and it's like you're just treated like a guy. And everybody's ego loves that, right? Everybody wants to be loved. It's one thing to be loved by, you know, a fan base, but when you're loved by your own, it just hits different. I didn't quite understand that until I got older, right? Like recently I went to my parents' town. It's a tiny little town in central Mexico, about maybe twenty thousand it people. It's called Nochislan Zacatecas. About two hours east of Guadalajara. Imagine going from L.A. to Big Bear, right? Okay. So my parents left there a long time ago, right? My, they still have the house. They have a little, whatever. It's just a little tiny town where 1952 is still right there. Like on Sundays, everybody goes to church and they hang out in the, in the, in the garden and they just walk around. Anyways, there's something to be said about going home, like seeing your roots. And that's where you, you, you see Joker and you like, oh, this isn't a bit with him about loving his horses. It's loving the
2: life well, the other thing too is by the time i'm looking at BasketballReference.com right now by the time his current contract ends like assuming he exercises the final year player option uh-huh. he'll have already banked close to half a billion dollars so it's like at that point you know would you love another 100 mil or so 200 mil 400 mil sure i mean everybody can always have but it goes a lot farther right there. i was going to say but you don't need it and again, when you're somebody like him that, you know, again, I want to emphasize this. He's not phoning it in. No. He cares, all of that stuff. But it doesn't seem to hit him the same way it does for other players. He seems to me like somebody who would just say, you know what? I've done everything that I ever set out to do in the NBA mm-hmm. by like 30, 31. Again, it's especially if he wins another championship, maybe two, Or he's like. Imagine if he wins what?
4: Olympic gold. Imagine if he leads Serbia to gold. All right, He'll, His face will be on the money. <laughs> <laughs> would, it, would it? Quite possibly. Right? Quite possibly. Man, it's different, man. It's just different for different people, how you act and how you figure things out.
2: Yeah, it's... it's
4: speaking, of,
2: speaking of gods. Funch, he
4: just walked in. That's our god right there.
2: Absolutely. And the god is telling me to say this. After USC's dominating win on a Saturday night at San, uh, over San Jose State... It's time for the Nevada Wolf Pack to come into the Coliseum on Saturday. Keep listening for your chance to win family four packs to USC and Nevada from 710 ESPN. Speaking of gods, Mookie Betts is playing like an absolute god. We're going to talk about that next. Andy Kamenetsky, Beta Duran, in for the guys, 710 ESPN.
5: Thanks, Chris.
3: And before I hit the song, I wanted to say happy birthday to my friend Michael and Felicia de los Abuelitos. My parents have way too many grandkids because my sisters had way too many kids. But I wanted to play Red Red Wine because today is because that's how the kids, kids got here. I mean, that's probably that too. But it's National Red Wine Day, and yeah. I will definitely be opening a bottle of red wine tonight.
4: Yeah, I hope you get guys down do too. I don't need red wine day to open a bottle. Every I day is mean, red good. wine day.
3: Beto, you know, today we drink a little extra.
4: No, that's every night I drink a little extra. <laughs> no, no,
3: no, no. I'm trying to be good. <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> Why? <Through Huh>? <laughs> Beto calls that
4: Monday. <laughs> Through Friday. Beto calls that Monday. Through Sunday. Yes, <laughs> He just calls it day. Yeah. It <laughs> end, I drink on days that end in Y. All like right. people are, I'm trying to cut back. Why? Don't be a quitter. Like, don't. <laughs> like, you know the consequences, just do
3: it. I mean, I was taking some Patron shots.
4: You know, when day. people drink, they're fun, Right. When they stop drinking, they're all bitter and they let you know, I haven't drank in three days. Well, then have a drink.
3: No, I'm not that person. That's uh, a, uh, uh,
4: I want to
2: replay what Beto just said. You know the consequences, just do it. <laughs> yes. It's a really,
4: that's a that's really right. interesting philosophy yeah. right there. You know, you're going to get loaded with it, get loaded. I have a bottle. Of, I'll have a, you know, Laura, tonight, I'll have a nice bottle of red in your honor. There you go. And then
2: he's gonna have the bottle that he was gonna have anyway.
3: It's true. Yeah, <laughs> in my honor. <laughs> now I'm
4: usually a bottle and a half kind of guy. There you
2: go.
3: Wine's yeah. easy to knock down. No, it's not. You
4: can d- drink that at Boons. <laughs> <I was laughs> get
3: Like, get some good
4: I, stuff, girl. I was
3: like, I think it's easy. Like, even whether it's inexp. Well, yeah, cheap wine's easier. But even when it's not that cheap, it's cheap just wine. No, of-
4: no. Nah, nah, I do not recommend you drink cheap no. wine. Step it up already. There was a period in college where
2: I really realized, like, okay, you might be overdoing this. My drink of choice was nitrine and vodka. Ooh, nitrine. Ooh. Wow. Is, and, and, I was and, making mean, like and? cocktails. So you of, put
1: nitrine with the vodka? Yeah. Like you mix it together? Yes. Do you see what happens oh, wow. when you leave the farm? Over <laughs> <ice>. <laughs> <laughs> but over
4: ice.
2: But over ice.
4: Oh, right. Because so I'm, I'm classic. You're just
1: diluting it a little
2: bit. <laughs> yeah. That was, I remember there was a period where I was like, okay, dude, you need to slow down. Nah, like man. this
4: is. Nope. Why? There's a lot. No, because because you didn't slow down. It made you who you are today. Mm. Yeah, I needed to slow down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: really exactly. needed to slow you gotta down. You got to understand. Okay, you know who's not slowing down? Mookie Betts or the Dodgers. Ooh. They
4: play tonight, right? Do they, they play I'm Arizona. going tomorrow. I know for sure I'm going tomorrow. Arizona tonight. Arizona, Arizona tonight? tonight? Let's go, Funch.
2: I got Lakers talk with Alan Sliwa.
4: Don't get too excited, bro.
2: Giannis talk. Yeah, Giannis talk. <laughs> Giannis talk. Giannis in 2024. Funch.
4: 25, hashtag future Lakers. Funch, Laura yeah. will stay. And it's do true. the show. Yeah, I and can do it. And you can go to the game with me. Give me some tickets? Yeah. Really? Yeah, go. Let's go, go Funchy. Funch. I got Did you. Oh right, yeah. Buy I got the tickets you. and I'll go with you.
3: Really? Oh. Uh,
4: <laughs> Buy the tickets. Pull yeah. a cappy right
3: there. He really <laughs> just pulled a cappy right he in front of, a of, a of you. Just cappy. First of all, there's
4: no way in heck that Funchy is ever going to go anywhere I'll go. with me. Tell if your you wife you're going with me. Tell your wife you're going with me.
3: Get she, the she ticket. Says, she, says, no, no. she says go. No, she'll tell her go. you're
4: going with me.
1: She she will say just go. Just nope, go. And, and go.
4: don't come home. No, she'll say go. No. Go. She no. likes you, Beto. No. Beto. She now you got to take you. him to the game. No, I'm not going to ever take this photo to a baseball game. He has what? no idea what's going on with it. He doesn't pay attention. Yeah. He's going to be worried about getting his shoes dirty. No. <laughs> no, Yeah, that oh, too, He'll, right he'll have his
2: spare shoes there. Yeah. Like yeah. established he's yeah. an overpacker, so he'll have a second pair of shoes. Yeah, you're there. right.
4: You're right. Yeah, exactly. Funch is the worst at a sporting event. Also,
1: did they have Hennessy at a Dodger Stadium? Yes, yeah. I got Are you. you? When,
4: I, oh. when I go, we'll go. We'll get you. there. Okay, cool. No, but I'm not paying forty bucks for your Hennessy. No. <laughs> I, anybody, anybody here? I'd rather go
2: to a game with. A I want to know how much a shot of Hennessy is at Dodger it'll Stadium. It'll probably be it's like probably twenty something dollars.
4: Nah, it'll no. probably be like thirty-two. Maybe really? Probably. Dodger Stadium
3: <laughs> prices. Yeah, but Funch should go because a beer is
4: twenty-four.
1: How much is a michelada? It's like thirty bucks,
4: right? A michelada, I think it's, it's in their twenties. Okay, because yeah, the okay. beers are like 18, 19. And when you get the, the michelada, it's like twenty-four. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: Dodger Stadium Hennessy
4: price. <laughs> 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 I'm not finding <laughs> it so far. I'm not yeah. finding it. You got to go a certain bar. You can't just go on the regular side.
3: Yeah, it depends. Because like even for a, like a like a, a Diamond Club whatever. or whatever. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. I'll find out tomorrow, Funch, when I go to the VIP seats.
2: Yeah, I will. Cool. Okay, Dodger Stadium alcoholic drink. Yeah, I'm so not you're seeing taking it.
4: them tomorrow? Hell no. T- Again. Funch is take terrible. Hey, take me tomorrow. He's okay. not a sports fan.
2: Yeah, yeah. Bit but
1: no.
4: Bit Funch. Yeah, I
1: like the scene too. You're right, Beto. I like this to be
4: there. The scene is cool. Uh-huh. And then after 3 innings, hey, uh, we stay? Yeah, yeah, we're going home. Oh, yeah. you
3: bust the maze like you did. No, no, no. no He's no. asking to leave. Oh, he's, no, not, he's, he's not
1: wrong, but you know.
3: Yeah. You could take yourself out, but I'm not yeah. leaving her. He's not no,
4: Funch is not gonna go by himself. He won't be able to figure out how to get into the stadium. Yeah, you're right. The part, you're the, absolutely right. Sunset Boulevard, yeah, he won't right. be able to figure it out. I wouldn't even what? know how to Uber
1: out of there by myself. I
4: wouldn't even oh,
0: know,
3: <laughs> <wow>. <laughs> don't I know what's this going time. on. Dude. This, no know what's
1: going on. You
4: guys think <laughs> I'm mean to him?
1: I'm no, not. He's, this, he's, cool, he's, this guy is just I was half right about everything. No, no, no. No, I'm
4: full right.
3: I'm shook at the fact that you you even said I wouldn't even know how to uber or he would,
4: no, no, wouldn't he oh. wouldn't know. now mind you dodger stadium is difficult to get in and out yeah. oh. it's not your normal stadium yeah, but well, the, the uber leaving. driver's doing the work in this he situation no, he wouldn't know which lot to go to oh no 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 oh no, my no. god Seriously, i'd probably be
1: parking the farthest lot away from everything and he you know, doesn't even know, know, if I have a media pass or something he doesn't know <laughs> where left and right <laughs> field is
4: oh wow fudge would you know where left field is
1: yeah. left oh. Left field.
2: Funchy, though, to his credit, made a hell of a catch during the softball game of foul tip. There you go. He actually made a really good play. Funch, which base is next
4: to left field? Third base.
0: Oh! Oh, Okay, okay.
4: right. right. He said right. He doesn't believe it. It was a 50-50 shot, guy. It was (laughs) 50-50.
2: Well, I mean, depending on how little he knew, he could have thought it was a one-in-four chance. (laughs) You're right. You're right. I mean, just depending on how little baseball. I gave him too much has, credit. I gave him too yeah, much credit. Could have easily been one. No,
4: and but four. Funch, you don't take him. He, he just won't know what's going on. You're not going to waste a ticket on him. And then if you sit there trying to explain the game, he's really going to be lost. Yeah. And then he's super picky about food. He only drinks Hennessy. <laughs> he really like, does. This is, I don't drink. Be- I don't drink beer. I don't drink beer. This guys. is yeah. the worst girl to take on a date right here. I don't <laughs> know, Worse. know about that. Worse.
3: Yeah, but he's I don't need, a foodie I a, though I, I feel need, like any food In Hennessy He's fine I don't
4: need a door And he's also
3: me. cheap Well you're paying
4: Not for those prices <laughs>
2: <laughs> I am the- still trying To find out How much Is a There's shot
4: no of Hennessy There's Okay Donny's Laura Alright Think about it he, if it. he's a foodie, mm-hmm. he's gonna want to find all the
3: they, all the, yeah. the
1: cool no, things. You need Dodger dogs? No, seriously, man. Oh, you'll need Dodger. Yeah. Do- no, no, Dodger. You'll want to
4: have like the special things that they bring. like, have, like, the they bring, like each home
1: Oh no, man, I'm, I'm I'm cool on that, man. Regular Dodger. Just a regular Dodger dog. dog.
4: Yeah. Oh,
3: so he's cheap on that. Yeah, yeah. You're just gonna. It's gonna cost you in liquor. Yeah.
4: He's lying. You want garlic fries, huh? Nah, I don't.
1: Because the last time I had him, I didn't have a good good garlic fries. No,
4: seriously. No. Oh,
2: fun. Do no. you have a good garlic fries or a good post-garlic fries? Both.
4: <laughs> <laughs> you guys think I'm not picking on him? He's just a weird little dude, man. He's just, he's just eccentric. He is. This way. He's like in his 40s and still skinny. Like, I hate him. <laughs> oh, man. I work out. <laughs> no, you don't work out. You have tapeworm. No.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, nobody. Thank you. Thank you. Nobody has managed to stay in better shape and age- incredible than Mario. He's
3: lost weight. Oh my god, no, god no, Mar- Mario, that's Mario
2: is See, like
4: Benjamin Button. But Mario yeah. doesn't drink and he's vegan so yeah, it's okay. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Wait is true. Mario's
2: vegan? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. vegan for years. Vegan for years. I knew that he didn't drink. I knew that he had a clean lifestyle. I
4: didn't realize he was vegan. Yeah. No, no, he's he'll super dip
3: good. out of the vegan like for certain things, Yeah he'll have fish. But it's like he's very clean. He's very he's, difficult. Yeah,
4: so very, that if I did that we'd all be
2: at high school weight still. No but it is no exaggeration. Like you and I have worked with Mario for like Close to twenty years yeah, now. He, doesn't he looks age. exactly the same because he goes to sleep.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he rests. He takes
2: care. He like moisturizes. Like his <laughs> son. His son is getting older. Like the age gap between Mario and his son. Yeah. It doesn't
4: look that no. big. No, no. The, the son looks older.
3: <laughs> no Funch, What so size great. waist you got? What's that?
1: What size waist? Twenty. Uh, don't, don't ask me that, dude.
3: Twenty. I was thinking twenty-eight.
1: No, uh, it's like thirty, thirty-one. <laughs>
4: This is dude is 40s. Wow. And he's 6'2". Six, six two. Did, mm. He's 6'2".
1: Yeah, yeah, six one and a half, six
4: two. 6'2". Wow. <laughs> wow. Funch is what I looked like in high school. And I'm 100 pounds heavier.
1: <laughs> well, I was in really good shape last year, I'll say that. Better yeah.
4: shape. This guy. Whatever. I'll take you to a Dodger game this year, Funch. Thank you. I don't know when. Watch Mookie Bats. Let's go. Mookie's so much fun. Dude, you know what's fun?
2: We were talking about earlier how Mookie now is considered the betting favorite for the MVP. Yeah. The, what he's doing now defensively in the infield and the outfield, bat, all of that. He's so likable. He is so inherently likable. Like My wife is a big Dodger fan, mm-hmm. but she doesn't follow baseball at all. She just follows the Dodgers. So unless a player is a former Dodger, she doesn't know who he is. Like, she has no idea. Okay. When when the Dodgers got Mookie, my wife was like, is this really a big deal? Because like, <laughs> she didn't know who he was. Like, she didn't remember him from the World Series. Yeah. She And again, she does not follow anything baseball other than the Dodgers. Okay. Although she follows the Dodgers really heavily. I was like, babe, this is huge. This is a really big deal. That's good. She finally saw him. I'm not joking. Within 30 seconds of watching Mookie, she was not only like, This is my favorite player. She's like, Oh my God, he's so adorable. <laughs> like, she like fell in love with him. He's Mookie. electric.
4: Yeah. Like, but he's so likable on top of it. Tennessee's finest, man. Does she know that he's a bowler? Uh, no. Oh, don't let her know that he can bowl 300 on cue, right? He, he's just that guy where you've heard enough stories about him where he was always small and his mom played, played big, bigger when he was in T ball, that other good stuff. If You're too small. You're just... Guys like that, they have constantly been told when they were younger, You're not this. They still carry that chip. But Mookie is a guy who has a great personality. He knows how to work a camera. He has his own personal podcast. Not his wife. He has his own podcast. (laughs) And he knows how to market. He knows how to play in the big markets. He knows how to talk to the right people. I mean, LeBron comes and see him, and he hits two home runs. He said, I had the second one I had to hit for LeBron. He knows how to do that. But the smile, too. like He's got
2: L.A.'s best, best athlete smile since Magic. Like, Mookie's smile just wins you over. Like, again, my wife did not know who he was. Mm-hmm. He became, like, her favorite Dodger in, like, 30 seconds. Just yeah. because his aura, you gravitate towards it. Like, you want to root for this guy beyond the fact that he's fun to root for.
4: Yeah, and, you know, baseball clubs, clubhouses are different now. We don't have the access we used to before COVID. So you kind of just see what's on the field, and you talk to other players, and all the indications— He's just a guy you want to root for on your team or not. Yeah. If guys that are watching him from across the diamond have that kind of respect for him. And he puts up the numbers. I mean, he's
2: been in the game a long time. You don't hear a bad thing about no,
4: him. No, he didn't have to do the home run derby, but he worked a bit. You know, Morales would have been happy about it. The bitmaster, the little guy in the home run derby. He got more attention for himself. Good for him, man. He's an easy guy to root for. Like th- It was cool to see when he went back to Boston this weekend, they gave him that ovation. Yeah. No, it was really nice and to see.
2: By the way, that is a fan base that if they had any reason to beef, they will take it out on you. They love him, especially this year. <laughs>
4: especially this, year. especially with so many Dodger fans in Fanway this weekend. Oh man.
2: If he ends up winning MVP, I think Mookie joins a list <clears throat> that is Frank Robinson, and that's it, of guys who've won MVP in both leagues. Really? I think it's just Frank Robinson. I think he's the only guy who's done it to win it. People hit me up at Cam Brothers on Twitter if I'm wrong about this, but I think... About this, not about everything else. Hit me up or whatever, I don't (laughs) care. I get told I'm wrong all the time. But I think the list is Frank Robinson. So if Mookie does this, it's him and Frank Robinson, that's it, to win MVP in two leagues. Wow.
4: It is. Frank Robinson is the only player to win American and National League MVPs. The awards, yeah, that's it.
2: Yeah, that, that would be... Incredible, And I think the way he's been playing down the stretch, he's got a real good shot at making this happen. That would be awesome. Coming up next, big deal or no big deal, Andy Kamenetsky Beto Duran, in for the guys, 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI –
1: Austin Reeves is playing really well for Team USA in the FIBA Basketball World Cup. He led the team in points today in a blowout over Greece and at times looks like the best
2: player on the court. He's crushing it,
1: man. Now, is this a big deal or no deal that Reeves is playing this well for Team
2: USA, Andy? It's a big deal because this is on the heels of a Western Conference Finals run where, for the most part, Reeves was very good. This is a stage where all of his peers are... You know, maybe not all NBA caliber like the elite of the elite, but these are very, very good players. And if you look at the career track of young guys when they tend to play for this team USA group, they tend to be players that end up either all stars, you know, defensive players. Like taking of the, year. the next step, right? Yeah. Like he's tracking very nicely and looking like he could legitimately be the third best player on a very But good
1: aren't you game. scared that he might be too
2: tired by March? He's young. Hmm. he's young he'll figure it out you know look he'll have an all-star break that i doubt he's going to make the all-star team maybe i'm wrong but i doubt he will just because the odds don't favor it so he'll get a little time off from there look he's gonna have it's good actually that he's in shape because they're gonna be leaning on him a lot my prediction is he'll lead the team in minutes this year huh
4: i I, what's going on (laughs) what's going on there's a
5: tournament going yeah, on for what? Yeah, there's
1: a Team USA. Uh, what is it? FIBA basketball. Man, World
4: cup. I ain't worried about fantasy football. <laughs> I am worried about the Dodgers right now. So there's a FIBA tournament. What is this for?
1: It's I guess it's, it took the place of the World Championships of basketball or something. Right? Oh yeah. yeah, let me put
4: that on my calendar. It's
2: not the Olympics, but it's
1: a World. So it's not,
4: of it's, it's not the Olympics. No, it's just a
2: tournament. But no, but it's high-end players in the tournament. You're up against, you know, Is Canada's LeBron team. playing. LeBron's not playing.
4: They are the be- oh is this. Is this is the one where everybody's saying that the best players are not playing and people are upset because Halliburton's playing?
2: Halliburton's been killing it. Yeah, he has been really good.
4: So, huh? They're in the <laughs> Philippines, right? Yeah. Yes. Man, so Austin who's doing good.
2: Yeah, he's been great. Good. <laughs> but <laughs> big deal or no big deal? Yeah, no? I don't know that's a
4: no big deal because who's he playing against?
2: Um, if he ends up against like Canada, for example, it would be a team with Shea gilgis Alexander, Dylan Brooks. No,
4: but who, right now, who's he playing against?
2: Uh, he. Don't tell me they beat, played Mexico
4: the other day or something. They like just that.
2: beat Gre- They just they beat Greece. Um, they took out New Zealand. So
4: they took out Ronnie Cycli. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: New Zealand. They got Patty Mills. I mean, these are teams though that oh, no, year round. He's not from New Zealand, Australia, right? Australia. He's Australia. Yeah. He's New, New Ze-
1: Zealand
2: is uh, Stephen Adams. Stephen yeah. Adams, Adams. Sorry about that, Patty. But uh, you know, I mean, they are teams that play year round together. They work a lot. You know, uh, it's so it's, a, it's, it's high it's, level. He's he's playing really well. He's playing.
4: They're playing New Zealand. Up. That's not high level.
2: I guess you're voting no deal.
4: No deal, man. Okay. I mean, great for him that he's balling. It's great. I mean, uh, I, I also love
1: the godlike you know attention he's getting in the Philippines too. Oh, they is he? love him. Yeah, man. they love the Lakers in the gets, Philippines.
4: Exactly, the
2: Filipinos love the Lakers, man. No it joke. Is, locked on Lakers. I look at our metrics all across day. the world. Let's just say Brian and I, if we went to the, a mall in the Philippines, we'd get mopped. Oh, we oh, my we goodness. Mobbed. Seriously, hey, like we, James Harden style? Oh, you yeah. We'd get mopped. <laughs> like, I, I think I actually have. They're like,
4: a, ah, Kuya Andy. Kuya, <laughs> Kuya.
2: <laughs> I think I actually have yes. a Q rating in the
1: Philippines. Oh, man. Nice, <laughs> I'm not nice, kidding. All nice.
4: the pancet, the lechon. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. we play Pasoidos out there, let's go, bro. Adobo. Adobo. Oh, yeah. Get that adobo. All right, cool. Oh, uh, yeah, whatever. All right, guys. Sorry, uh, I'm not being a hater. I just, yeah. Like, whatever. All
1: right. Miami Dolphins. Wide receiver Tyreek Hill admitted what many speculate about the players of today. Uh, He uses Madden video game to scout the other team. Now, he says, I feel like Madden has a good tell how good players are. I just played Madden the night before, and I go look look at their ratings. I go look at the EA rosters, and I scroll down to see what their awareness is, their speed is, their strength, and how good – and that's how I get a good tell on them. Now, is this a big (laughs) deal or no deal that Hill preps with the Madden video game Beto?
4: Uh, not a big deal. Um, I'm just glad he's doing some kind of prep, right? You, (laughs) hey, you know, a lot of the times, especially the NBA, the player ratings are on point. So, if you could do anything to find another edge, we might say, what the hell is he doing with video games? But there might be something on there that he might know. I mean, at least he's trying to find an extra edge. He probably gets enough video during the week. Don't, if this is the only thing he's doing, then I'm concerned, but I if, think
1: it might be the only thing he's doing.
4: No, he said he does this the night before, right? Yeah. 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 So he goes to meetings. He goes everywhere else and uh, during the week in the facility. But just find the extra edge, man. I'm not, not a big deal.
2: As recently as August 7th, the Locked on Lakers podcast was the 10th most popular sports podcast oh, in the Philippines. Go. Get out of here. And I'm looking, Whoa, go. looking at it. Like we've been number one before. We've been number let's, one in the Philippines. Damn it. Let's, let's go. People know
4: Who's number one?
2: Uh, no big deal. And I doubt it's that uncommon. To be honest, I bet a lot of players do this. Yeah, the
1: the generations of players of days, right? Yep.
2: I don't think it's uncommon at all. I don't think they're using two K, NBA two
1: K. They're using Madden. That doesn't that doesn't make you guys mad or anything. No, No. you
4: guys up? No, No. No. maybe Kelly Stafford, but (laughs) yeah,
1: (laughs) yeah, Kelly Stafford. Yes, yes, yes. Matthew
4: wouldn't do that. (laughs) (sighs) (sighs) I gotta be quiet. Right. U.S. Open's going on. All right. Yes, that's right. right. Coco right.
1: off. What's up? Oh, she's struggling. All right. Okay, guys. Over the weekend, Navy took on Notre Dame in Dublin, Ireland. I saw a bunch where, of people flying. Where 49 people watched the American football game in a foreign land. And of the 49,000, it was reported that 40,000 were American traveling to Ireland to watch the game. Yep. And it was estimated that 32,000 of that 40,000 were cheering for the Fighting Irish. Now, yes. is this a big deal or no deal to have this many... People come out to a different country to watch American college
2: football. Andy. It's a big deal if you're that team, man. It speaks to the power of your brand. Mm -hmm. We're talking about a big, big brand in all of sports, not just college football. So, yeah, it's a big deal, particularly if you're an independent team.
4: I agree because they're going to play Navy and they're going to beat them. At home, you still get the crowd. You give me a destination to watch a blowout. Okay, that's going to change. I'm all for it. It's a big deal. That's smart. Okay. 49,000 funch?
1: 49,000 people watched the game of the 49,000 40,000 were Americans.
2: Let's see here. I mean that's that is not an
4: inexpensive that is not an inexpensive trip.
1: I don't know because I've never been to an island Is that uh, no? no just- it's
4: not that ex- it's expensive, but it's not really because you're gonna go and do one thing. Like I've been to Notre Dame. Yeah. I saw SC Notre Dame. It wasn't that expensive. But this is where if you're going to the game on Saturday, you've probably been there for a week. Now, fun. It's the- funny you bring this up. In- on Thursday, I flew from Newark to Puerto Rico. Flight delayed. I ended up in the United Lounge. Not not being fancy. I don't have the combat. I just bought it because I was gonna be delayed for a while. Slammed with Notre Dame. Really? Fans. Wow! So and they're thinking, flying out Thursday. They're flying out Thursday. Damn! And I, I'm like, wait, does Notre Dame play here? Like, we're at the lounge. So I asked one guy who was sitting next to me, he's like, we're going to the game in Ireland. I didn't know they're playing in Ireland, and that made sense. It was a, uh, um, a plane hmm? that was not chartered, but it was for that specific. Oh wow. So United was flying a Notre Dame. But this Fan gets plane. this gets
2: back to what I was saying. This is not you're not talking an inexpensive trip for this. This no. is an investment which
4: speaks to a couple thousand. It, it speaks to the power of your brand. Absolutely. It speaks to the power of your brand. So yeah, it's a big deal. Absolutely. If you can go and watch your team. For example, Funch, you and I were talking about this. How many Dodger fans took over uh Boston this week? That's weekend. right, that's right. There Lots of Dodger fans. A lot of Dodger fans but, because you're like, Do I really want to go watch the Red Sox game? Not really. When I want to watch my team in Fenway, absolutely, Look, and you saw that takeover. As an
2: SC guy, I hate to admit anything is a big deal for Notre Dame in a good way, <laughs> but i got to be honest, it's a big deal. That's pretty cool. Okay.
4: SC in Ireland, let's go. I know, cool. Would you go SC in Ireland? I'd think about it. Yeah, exactly. I'd think about it. You haven't it. gone to a game in how many years? It's been a few years. But you would think about taking uh, your lovely bride you to Ireland. You've never been be, to
1: Ireland?
2: I've never been to Ireland. I've heard it's great. Me yeah, too. Me too. Let's go, Funch. I'm down to. Let's I'll go. take you there before I take to the Dodger game. Okay. So How much is the Hennessy in Ireland? <laughs>
1: Probably not that much because I'm guessing people don't drink Hennessy <laughs> over there. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, what last one? Um, Matt Scherzer made his return to New York today after his July 29 trade to the Texas Rangers. And Mets fans were not in welcoming mood. The Mets posted a tribute video to Scherzer on a city Field video board before the game's first pitch. It was greeted by a chorus of boos from fans in the stands. Scherzer responded with a greeting, uh, with a smile, basically to the to the fans. And uh, Scherzer only had one and a half seasons in New York. Didn't play well, but 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 he still gets a video on his big return to the Big Apple. Is this a big deal, no deal? Beto. There
4: we go. I love that. I hate tribute videos. I hate it for everybody, unless you're Kobe or your pal, on that level, right? I can't stand when they do the, oh, thank you for your time with us on Instagram. Let alone a big, The dude was there a year and a half. Didn't that end well? A year and a half. And then, it wasn't there just a controversy about how he complained that their front office staff and the analytics wasn't up to par yep. compared to some other people? And now, You're all, thank you. And then when they play that song, welcome back. It's like, no, no, (laughs) no, no, no. no. I hate tribute videos. Don't do that at all unless you're a Hall of Famer that spent a decade with the team. Okay. And then most of the time they're gone because you guys broke up with each other.
2: Okay. Stupid. There's a couple of of ways you could think about this. On one hand, the Mets may have completely misjudged the reaction, thinking about Scherzer was only there a season and a half, didn't play well, was not popular, should have known he was going to get booed, or they knew he's going to get booed. He left us on bad terms, and that is exactly what they, they're, yeah. they're
1: not that smart. They're I'm not that
4: smart. They're not that smart. They're just saying. I'm talking about the Mets here. Yeah, exactly. This is what small market you don't teams have to, do. Look, you, the, the Diamondbacks do welcome back videos. Well you, but you don't have to be smart to be petty. The Padres things. do. Uh, you don't have to be smart to be petty. Eh, nah.
1: And they just like you know put his, you no put his image myth. on like the screen after the first inning and just say hey this it was is a Max year and a but, half yeah, bro yeah say something like that and say like, probably won't even be tri- on his Hall of Fame plaque. what, and what do you think is in the tribute video itself, dude? You know, Like the spring training highlights. Exactly. I mean, I'm they saying. didn't go to the playoffs at all, right? If
2: you want to passively aggressively get the last word against Max Scherzer after he blasted you on his way out, the fake tribute video that you know is going to be received poorly.
4: That could be your way. Give to do a it. video to the trumpet guy. That, that's better than I Scherzer. know because the trumpet guy is probably not going to play anymore. Exactly. <laughs> the trumpet guy was fantastic. Exactly. Yes, he was. And H- and Hennessy, by the way, is an Ireland funch, immersed in Irish heritage. Hennessy has evolved to become one of Ireland's most well-known. Ooh, man. From Ooh. West Cork, all right. Funchy. Let's get it. L- an His old The aristocratic in Ireland family from Bally McBoy. Let's go. Let's go, Funch. Let's go. Oh, the usual Mr. Funchy. Yeah, founded by Richard Hennessy in 1765. Let's go. All
2: right, coming up, dealer's choice, Beto Duran is going to surprise us with something. <sighs> I have find no some. idea so, uh, what it is. Uh, and, and, do not miss Mason in Ireland broadcasting live from BMO Stadium on Friday for the mason and ireland lafc pep rally to get us ready for Messi and inner miami to come into town this weekend mason and ireland live from the home of the black and gold this friday from one to four on 710 espn your home of the
0: lafc Andy kim 10 seconds on the clock how many things can you name that are always growing your relationships your skills your customer base how about businesses on shopify
2: Well, Hollywood Nights. Yeah, I feel like I'm in a Laker game right now. I do. <laughs> I feel this like is
3: our end of, this is our last segment song.
2: Is it always Hollywood Nights? Yeah. It's become. I did not realize it was always Hollywood Nights. Yeah. I was waiting to find out the anniversary. No, no, no. No, they this used- is a this is a going away
3: going away song. Last yeah. segment. You know, Lakers talk coming. Like next.
2: Beto saying, I always feel like I'm about to look up and see Jack Nicholson waving yep. on the jumbotron to the crowd. No, he
3: ain't waving.
4: Jack's just sitting in his chair. He that- is. He's like this, and then he gives it. Every now and then, he would do a wave. I right? like that reluctant wave, like mm, all right. like the acknowledgement. You know what? Why, you, oh, the best was when Jack would do the where he knew the cameras on him, and he would do the look to the side and the clap, like like yeah.
2: Ain't nobody looking at you, Jack. I love though. Do you remember when Jack got tossed from a playoff game? Yeah, that was incredible. Awesome. He he was going at this ref. The ref basically tossed him, and Jack. You could see he's like, wait, you're tossing me. You're tossing me? He's basically, he's basically going into f- into full-on A Few Good Men. Yeah. Like that moment of him on the stand. He was going yeah. just crazy in that exactly. moment. Crowd ate it up. Dealer's choice, Beto. What do you have for us?
4: All right, so I got a couple. Uh, how much time I got, Laura?
2: How much time we got, Laura?
3: I will let you guys know. Give me a second.
2: Pace yourself, better.
4: No, I
3: got figure You have figure about it. ten minutes. Brother. Oh,
4: okay, okay. Well, I don't know. I don't know the clock. I don't know what's going on here. It's not my role here. Um. So, okay, I was now that I got ten minutes. <laughs> Sit back. Well, might as well take out the headphones, Andy. You can say bye here, cause I got a lot of problems with you people. <laughs> there are some grievances. Um. Okay, so a couple things. I got, I got good and bad. The bad winning time. I'm over it. Um, I fell asleep yesterday watching it. I'm tired of watching Paul Westhead and the system. We talked about it in Crosstalk a little bit. I know it's going to get better according to everybody else. It's just been dragging the last couple episodes. I feel like I'm in the minority. I really don't care if I'm in the minority or not when I watch stuff. I'm watching it, and I'm not being drawn in. And when I get into a show, I get into it. So that's my complaint about this is like winning time right now is just – Mind you, it's not because I know the history of what the Lakers... I'm just like, the show was starting to drag the well, last couple episodes. And it, yesterday, mind you, I, I was tired. I hadn't slept. But usually, when I'm not having slept and I want to watch a show, boom. Yesterday, I forced... If I wasn't working today, I wasn't going to watch the show
2: last night. I'm a... I'm, a, an, I'm an episode behind right now. Mm-hmm. But one thing I am wondering... So am I, because I, right. watch, I only watched 10 minutes. In hearing, in hearing you talk about this, I wonder if... Because... You and I both know the the history of the Lakers yeah. pretty well. Oh, yeah, especially that era. Right. I wonder if in some ways the show is running into a problem where it's difficult for them to create any type of tension because you know exactly how things are going to play yeah. out. Like, you know, this back and forth between Paul Westhead and Pat Riley mm-hmm. or Paul Westhead and Magic Johnson, even though all the actors involved are really good, I think the writing is good, whatever. Yep. There may be a part of you that feels like it's just
4: a stall. It, it's, it's not it feeling like. anywhere it's because I, I know he's going to get fired. The episode before this, not even the get fired part. It's just like, okay, we get it. You and Pat have animosity. Okay, you don't trust him. All right, great, we get it. But like, move well, you know forward. What I mean? Like, there's. It
2: doesn't feel like there's a lot of drama or tension to build up when you know how literally every single element of this is going to.
4: End. Well, here's the thing, though. This is where it catches me. I don't remember that because it was in the early 80s. My first Laker memory is 1985. So I know that because of what I've read. So you would think that this would get me more attention. Last week, I had it on the background. Yesterday, I fell asleep. And now, it's not an appointment for me anymore. So I'm I'm done with the winning time. Also, uh, BS High, uh, Bishop Sycamore, I watched it on the plane yesterday. Oh my God. There's delusional and then there's delusional, which is that coach. So I can't recommend BS High enough. Uh watch that. That's the documentary, that, right? Yeah, it was on Bishop Sycamore, the team that the fake football team, or it was the real football team, fake school. Right. Who played IMG Academy. But the one thing that got left out there, IMG Academy is like, oh, this monster, they didn't know what was going on. They played him the year before. That wasn't mentioned in uh the the, the video or the document, whatever it's called. Um yeah, so BS High, uh, the Bishop of Sycamore, can't recommend that enough. And waiting time, I'm just done with it. It just, like, I just got tired of the Paul Westhead character and the going back and forth with Pat Riley. It's like, okay, then just like he's talking to his knee, he's talking to ghosts, whatever. It, is. it just, it just, man, this season is not for me. Because once I get in on a show, I'm all about it, especially appointment shows. Like Righteous Gemstones, that was my jam every Sunday. The morning show when it was on Apple TV with uh, Steve Carell and-, and uh, Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston. Boom, I was all about it. But it's just not here. And I love the Showtime era of Lakers. That was me. It's just, this season is like, all right. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I want winning time to
2: succeed because, you know, I'm a Laker fan. I love Laker history. I also, I'm a fan of Jeff Perlman. I want to see this show succeed because it's- pretty much all based on his work mm-hmm. and it's great for Jeff but I also wonder if like I was saying before in terms of trying to create seasons out of stuff that you know how everything plays out mm-hmm. I wonder if they're just running into the inherent problems of it. it'd be one thing to make like a two-hour movie or three hour like a two-part special on something like this but to keep returning back to seasons where everything, People know the history, particularly like the audience you're really looking to go after.
4: They, Laker fans, really know the history of the Here's franchise the thing, well. They do, so they're gonna watch it no matter what. But if, right now, I opened up my app. Hard knocks, BS high for you. How to, how to with John Wilson, telemarketers, Game of Thrones, Flash. I don't even have winning time up here at all
2: cannot recommend skipping flash enough.
4: Uh, here it is. Um right here. Eli Roth presents Ghosts Ruin My Life. Flash. How to John Wilson telemarketer again. Bargain Block. Like
2: I've heard by the way that Telemarketers documentary is really good. I've heard that's yeah. very very good. And oh, I'm not being a
4: hater Pete Toner. It just if I fall asleep to a show, I should tell you something. And I'm the I'm your target audience. But, again, I'm not invested in it anymore, so I'm done with it. All right, so now the positive stuff here. Uh, If you are a teacher or if you have young kids, kindergarten teachers specifically, I want to give a shout-out to a couple friends of mine that have written children's books. One of them being Mike Yam. We know him from the NFL Network, was also at the Pac-12 Network. Mike Yam is Chinese and Italian. grew up in Jersey, and he wrote a book called Fried Rice and Marinara. I love that. And it's about, Funch, you can actually relate to this, right? So it's about how he's having a birthday party, but he doesn't know what food to serve. And he came up with the idea to have fried rice and marinara to celebrate both of his cultures. So it's written by Mike Yan from the NFL Network, did a great job with it. Um, Yeah, you can order that book on Amazon. It's called Fried Rice and Marinara. I bought it from my niece, Sarah, who's a kindergarten teacher in LAUSD. And the reason I got it from my niece, Sarah, is because she's Japanese and Mexican. So she knows all about, right. you go to Abuelita's house, you got the Mexican food. You go to Bachan's house, you got the Japanese food. What do you do when you have the two cultures combined? Well, you have enchiladas with sushi, you know stuff like that. It's a beautiful part about being um, multicultural. So that's one of them. So Mike Yan from NFL Network, uh, Fried Rice and Marinara cannot recommend that enough. And then the other one is comedian Jesus Trejo. He's from Long Beach. He had a special on Showtime and HBO. Real funny. He was on Mr. Iglesias. His father was a, uh, a gardener, and little Jesus would go with him as a kid. And he, his first children's book is called Papa's Magical Water Jug Clock. It was by Jesus Trejo, Papa's Magical Water Jug Clock. It's about the magical water jug that his dad has.
2: Is the idea, as far as it being a clock, that it starts at one point of the day, full. By the end of the day, it's empty. Perfect. And I'm that's not... essentially the time is passing like a yes. clock. Ah, they're working. Work. He
4: has some cool characters. Uh, Lucha Leaf is one of the characters. Uh, El Weeder, <laughs> Insect Controller, El Pruner, because you know your Mexican kid who Jesus you know, would go to places and translate for his dad, especially on the in the yard. El Mower, um, El Edger. Come on, now we've heard this right here. Uh, the power washer, el plantador, the cutter governor, el spreader, uh, el edger. So that was pretty cool. My favorite. What's one. What's his so name again? This comment. This is Jesus Trejo out of Long Beach, um, and then the real cool thing is at the the last page, there's a uh, one of the um, images. It says Trejo and Son Lawn Service. So oh, that's cool. Uh, so shout out to Jesus Trejo. You can buy his book at Barnes and Noble. So it's called. Papa's Magical Water Jug Clock. And Jesus recently lost his mother, so condolences to him uh, on the loss of his mother. But he's the only child, so he writes his children's book and his mom was able to see him succeed with that children's Do book. Do you know him at all? I had him on my podcast once, maybe met him once. He's really funny. Um, but yeah, young guy, he's a true angle. Went to Dominguez Hills, got a marketing degree, and told his parents, hey, I'm going to go to the comedy store and park cars to chase a, a comedy. He literally handed his parents his degree and here he is now. So he's really successful as a comedian. Does a good job, uh, Jesus Trejo. So Mike Yam and Jesus Trejo, congratulations, you guys! And if you have kids, little toddlers, or if you're a kindergarten teacher, and I got them both for my niece Sarah, so she'll be getting some books. How did she say it all? How her classrooms like them? I don't know. They just showed up today. Okay. They just showed. I ordered them last week. I, I saw them posted, it and the stuff is on my Instagram and Twitter. Uh, but yeah, I was reading it when I got home today. I'm like, dude, I got into like the water jug one. I'm like, cool, and it's you know,
5: that's,
2: a, that's a great. I don't want to, I don't know if metaphor is the right word, but that's a great symbol for that type of work yeah. clock. Like when you don't have an actual watch with you, yeah. but you just know how the day is passing by mm-hmm. how much water's in the jug. That's really clever. And then
4: I look at them I'm like, damn, these guys are really awesome. Like they have their careers. Mike NFL, NFL no work. who's doing everything else. And I'm trying to figure out a tea time.
2: <laughs> I'm trying to figure out, because you mentioned the fried rice and marinara. I'm trying to think of the food or like, types of food ethnicity of food that i like combined together the most like yeah, i'm trying to because like i've been asked before like you're you know, a big fusion
4: guy no but he's talking for culture his wife okay. and his oh, no no
2: well i mean i'll be honest like as far i don't know how to make like a lot of polish food or hungarian and most hey get a couple most traditionally jewish food is either deli or if i'm being totally honest kind of bland deli with tortillas let's go deli with corned beef on tortillas that could work <laughs> That could work.
4: Tortillas work with everything. Yeah, tor-
2: they do. They sure tortillas do. Tortillas work with yeah. it. They're a magical, beautiful food. They <laughs> they do. I, I use tortillas for so many different things around the house. They're so yep. phenomenal. And then, then the, and, jelly.
4: Yep. and then the last one, I can't recommend this enough. If you're a father of a young lady, take her to Broadway. Uh, my daughter, Michaela, is 13. Plays soccer. All she really cares about is that, soccer. Not into plays or musicals. Uh, I reluctantly, she was reluctantly my guest at Hamilton last week on Broadway. I'm not a big Broadway kind of guy, but the chance to see a play on, in New York City on Broadway, saw Hamilton, Ruben Carbajal, who listens to the station, went to uh, Venice High, I mean, I went to Loyola High from Venice, out there, got on the stage, we were literally on the stage at Hamilton, and it was amazing, and afterwards, she wanted to be tough, but she was like, Dad, that was pretty cool, so I can recommend, if you have a daughter, Just make that sacrifice and go out there and take it out there.
2: That's awesome. Yeah, so it was a busy week for me, man. So it was good stuff. I was going to say, this was a super busy weekend for you I need a vacation. Maybe to Puerto Rico with some (laughs) sunscreen. I need some
4: aloe vera and some red wine. Right, Unique?
3: That's right. Let's go. Make sure you pop open that bottle. I (laughs) already
2: did. I think Beto's got it covered. I wouldn't worry (laughs) about it. All right. (laughs) Thank you to Beto Duran. Nice job, man. It was fun. Laura, great job. Funchy, great job. Lakers talk with Alan Sliwa is coming up next. I'm sure he's going to be talking a lot of Austin Reeves, maybe a little bit of Giannis rumors. I laid out of the money. matches. Who's on? Mike Trudell on the show tonight. Mike Trudell. That's a great, great guest. Trudell knows everything around the team all the time. Stop ducking mace, Cappy. 710 ESPN.